0: Hello and welcome back to Beers with Buds. I'm your host, Andrew Friedman, the cannabis sommelier. Today I'm joined by my good bud, my new bud, Vera Core. How are you today, Vera?
1: I am fabulous. How are you?
0: I'm so good. I'm pretty sore. I had to do landscaping and I... Uh, I'm the canvas sommelier. I do about uh, very little to no actual physical labor. Um, I used to be a plumber, and I do not miss digging holes and hauling dirt, let me tell you.
1: You've been reminded that you don't love it. My hands actually
0: hurt. I shook somebody's hand a few days ago, and they're like, ooh, your hands are pretty soft. And I was like, oh... I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult at this moment, um, but I definitely like my soft hands right now. I'm like, damn, I'm dying. This is great. I'm ready for some wine, a beer, yeah. a good chat. So Let's
1: relax. Yeah.
0: Thank you for being my midday thank excuse. You for, to
1: thanks for having me. Well,
0: thank you for being here. I couldn't do this without you. I don't know if anybody would actually want to listen to me if I just sat here and talked to myself. Um, <laughs> maybe they would.
1: You never know.
0: Um, so why don't you introduce yourself, just tell people who you are, and then we're just going to start talking.
1: Okay cool. Um, so I am Vera, as Andrew mentioned. <laughs> I uh, gosh, my like quickest background about me. I was born in Malaysia. Cool. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, and we came when I was super super young. so uh, full-on immigrant family, you know, started from the bottom and now we're here. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, lived in Winnipeg majority of my life and then moved out to Calgary was here for about 11 years and then just recently moved to Edmonton for love and uh you must
0: really love him
1: I really I really do <laughs> I mean I do miss Calgary and uh, you know it is what it is but uh yeah I'm fortunate enough to have a good group of people there and then my my job allowed me to um to move out there and and be able to still come to Calgary for work and
0: That's so awesome. What's your job? Tell people what's your job. It's kind of why you're here a little bit, you know? So,
1: well, we have a little bit of a connection because I actually worked in the alcohol bev industry. And so that's, uh, you know, after Coca-Cola, uh, I came over to alcohol bev side, was there for a few years, um, and then went and had fun, saw the world and, uh, then, uh, had another opportunity, um, alcohol bev side, but, uh. The, the cannabis uh, yes. industry came a-knockin' and I had my doors uh, wide open. Double yeah, door.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, double and, door shut. We're <laughs> all waiting for it. Every alcohol <laughs> person's like, God, when am I going like, to get the weed call? When,
1: when am I getting it? And uh, not only did I get the call, but... Uh, I got the call from supreme cannabis yeah the um, best
0: one of the best in the biz right now
1: like i mean i'm kind of biased but thank you we're we're i'm I couldn't have asked for a better uh, company to work for and uh, of course our subsidiary is uh, seven acres so that is our lp uh in canada
0: we'll open some bubbles to celebrate that that's what we like to do. We're not going to start with beer on Beers with Buds today. We come from the wine side. We're yeah. wine come people. On. I'm opening wine. <laughs> we're,
1: so, we're so elegant. We
0: are so elegant. That's yeah. one of the big reasons I got into wine. And one of the things I wanted to stop was the pretentiousness of it. Like, why is wine so pretentious?
1: You know, and like, it's a, it's a great comment. I am... Um,
0: as we drink Lambrusco. Oh, yeah, I
1: fucking love Lambrusco. Yes, good, me too. <laughs> oh, can you swear? Sorry. Fuck yes. yeah, you can. This is a this is an adult oh, podcast. That, I was like, oh shoot, it's gonna come out. I gotta watch my mouth here. Oh, um, you're good. Love Lambrusco. But yeah, I uh, you know, I was a newbie coming over from CPG World, and that was my experience going mm-hmm. to Alcohol Bev. And so loved the product, but I was like, I gotta learn, you know, a lot more. And uh there was a lot of um, pretentiousness in, you know, not knowing, right? Yes. And, p- and that was my hardest part where I'm so happy that yes, cannabis is, is, is completely brand new. And so everyone is, um, a lot more inviting and, and welcoming, but it's just, it's so refreshing, Uh, to be in this industry where it's like hey you don't know but we'd love to teach you
0: because we all don't really know that much
1: and and we're all learning but it's just you know it makes that environment that much
0: yeah it's more inviting it's totally more inviting it's way less cutthroat. that was one of the big things getting out of alcohol was like if you're not in the boys club you know the ogs whatever like people aren't really messing with you. There's a lot of like rules that you have to bend to actually play the game to compete with everybody else. Yeah. And that's really hard in cannabis. Like there's, n- you don't get to bend any of those rules because nobody's bending those rules and it's not the status quo at this point totally it'll i i'm sure there will be some corruption if there's one yes. thing that's absolute oh, i mean
1: come on exactly well that <laughs> one who's, down the road there there's always there's gonna get that competitive nature too right because that's
0: there was that company in winnipeg that brought in a whole bunch of cannabis through the back door um and, yeah. and and i i just recently read that like nobody's gonna be in trouble like they're not gonna follow up any criminal pursuits or anything
1: yeah from what from what i've heard too and just like reading online and you know the the news around the industry is that they they there was a suspension like and the only the only you know people that can do that is health canada of course they're they're the end all be all but don't you
0: think they should go to jail like if i got caught selling (laughs) 550 kilos like i'm going to jail i
1: mean i i think there should be some sort of message as to you know when this all first started and Mm -hmm. and as it continues is that you know our goal is to sort of diminish the -hmm. black market yeah and if that's one of the biggest points Mm -hmm. um then yeah there should be sort of like these are the rules everybody else is playing by them why aren't you
0: yeah because you know to me i knew that criminal organizations were not going to be eliminated through a licensed system like there's big there's big money uh the real gangsters aren't riding motorcycles they're lawyers and doctors and politicians um and so when i saw that i was like oh this is clearly gangster stuff um yeah who has the uh network to actually just bring a box truck with 550 kilograms to their <laughs> licensed producer yeah. like most people
1: by one phone call like hey hello i'm <laughs> yeah how much yeah, do you no, have clearly back
0: the truck up yeah and it's like and then you have to find the guy that's willing to sell an lp Five hundred fifty kilos. I'm pretty sure that was the number that they that they had bought in or something.
1: Yeah, I think it was something like that or like two hundred. Like yeah. one one of the it, it was an exorbitant. astronomical yeah. amount. Like you yeah, yeah. not just piddly little. Like yeah, we're talking like twenty shipment. hockey bags. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Look, it's a lot. Yeah. So yeah, you know I. Like, we can't, like, you know, what are, what are we going to do about it? Like, we can sit here and complain, and I, I don't think it's right. Yeah. I don't think what Well, somebody was, might
0: hear. That's the coolest part about it. having the microphone. Totally. Is the reach yeah. that it comes to. Yeah, that's
1: true. And, like, the opinion of, it's not right.
0: Who else is listening, right? You yeah. Know, there's amazing people um, that feel, see the unjustness of it, too, that... Uh, when people collectively come together, unions are so powerful for a reason. Somebody is, uh, I'm in a group chat and my buddy just got a job at a liquor store and he asked another friend, he's like, how much is your discount at co-op? And he's like, nothing. He's like, what? I get cost plus 10. And he's like, yeah, well we don't. And nobody could figure out why I'm like, it's because you guys are a union and, you know you band together you get paid better you have good yeah benefits. there's
1: other perks that you might not like think are perks but
0: yeah benefits exactly. working in a liquor store versus costed liquor like you know yes i know what's less destructive
1: yeah <laughs>
0: exactly that was the scariest part when i i had never sold hard booze before mm, and
1: same here actually yeah
0: when i went out on that whole experience it started becoming it went from like really fine wines where i was so proud of what i did to um a little bit upsetting to be super honest because i saw the amount of alcohol abuse that happens mm. with with hard alcohol right uh if you're drinking 150 bottles of wine there's only so many you can drink uh but you know small dickies and and even you know a lot of sand a, yeah. yeah, a lot of sambuca yeah lot of lots and
1: lots of those little like mick that's what you'd always see it's so funny um like, just working in the old world, and you'd mm-hmm. see, like, which package size sold the most. And it's those, the you minis. know, it's those, ex- exactly, because they fit right in your pocket, and right, you know, going back to alcohol abuse, you're just like, Ugh, like Yeah,
0: and people get six of them for, through the day, because yeah. they know if they bought a two six they just drink the whole thing and you can just rifle a little sambuca back and
1: and boom and and keep it discreet because you can like just you know put it in your pocket and no one's gonna know
0: i never really clued into like seeing minis on the ground out and about yeah until i consciously started thinking about that and i was like oh they're kind of everywhere and it's not like it's not just like shithead young kids or whatever that's chucking these minis it's uh it's a it's full-on alcoholics that drink these all through the it's, day
1: it's everybody yeah. yeah and it's and to say even like i think the you know the sort of un uh, experienced mind and i totally like there's no judgment i was one of those people thinking mm-hmm. oh you know, it's it's a homeless person that's like they that's where the the dollars and whatever went yeah. to. No, it's everybody. Super it's, normal it's people. Your mom and you know, it's your mom and your dad that's like in my coffee or Computer, you know, doctor. Like, Got to go to work. Like, yeah. gotta yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's there's no. It, I think you gotta like kind of cancel those stereotypes of this is who is consuming. Totally. You know, and that goes to cannabis too. Because gosh, yeah. like going going into all the retail stores you're like yeah
0: you sit up front for 10 minutes it's so cool to see the different life every walk of life and even at the different stores um Mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting being downtown versus like a store in the south when you're downtown it is the coolest collection of people
1: yeah
0: hippies grubby people construction workers suits getting high heels like
1: diamonds yeah
0: yeah it's 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 everybody and it's and it it's so cool to see um yeah someday it'll be there's still some there's still some stepping stones so you might know this better because i don't actually know is there any play any uh retail outlet in the country where you can actually open the cannabis in the store
1: well so you know i i don't know for a hundred percent sure mm-hmm. however in my last trip to Winnipeg just this week we mm-hmm. were there on Tuesday and when we were in store uh they actually were opening up the package because the the customer mm-hmm. purchased it first okay and then they went to the counter and he was like can you grind it for me because I don't have a grinder oh. so they opened it ground it and then put it back in the package and
0: out, totally illegal out, in Alberta he walked,
1: so totally illegal. Like you're not allowed to do that here. Crazy. So I don't know if that's um, you know, that's something that like I literally when we saw that I was like, I just A, that's really cool.
0: Yeah, respect. That's a medicinal kind of approach to that's it, right?
1: Totally. And like they even said, Hey, we're one one retailer was like, I actually sat in store for an hour mm-hmm. teaching a customer how to roll a joint. Cause <laughs> they were like, Can you please help me? Yeah. And so they did it. And I was like, That's really cool like that person is now going to keep coming back
0: that's how you build customer loyalty that's how
1: you build customer loyalty and the fact that like again like we're removing, removing the stigma so i don't know if it's um provincial mm-hmm. or if it's federal that it's that it's not allowed so that's something that i'm actually going to look into
0: it's super interesting because i know you're not allowed to open your cannabis inside of the store in alberta but i think somebody should be looking at a loophole where they have a patio section outside of their store or whatever where, um, you know, you're obviously not allowed to smoke there in Calgary uh, because it's no public consumption, but, uh, have the opportunity to have those accessories and that accessibility to education, um, be- and, and so again, yeah. so the staff can actually see the cannabis too, because that's the big pivot is none of the people in the stores, unless they purchase that cannabis are actually seeing it and yep. hearing anybody else's opinion about it.
1: Yeah. Can actually give like, this is my experience, mm-hmm. you know, I would agree. And I'm, I'm hoping down the road there's loopholes There will <laughs> or, be. or just, you know, like a little bit relax on the regulations because, mm-hmm. you know, going back to alcohol world, like you can sample a wine and store. in a you store can yeah sample and there's no limit on it. like exactly whereas like so you know what you're buying right yeah. well so, i remember the days would, of standing there hope.
0: doing tastings and people had to run the freaking gauntlet in uh the crow child main store and there's 12 tasters in there and by the time they get to the beer fridge people are half cut
1: yeah. and you're like <laughs> like what do you know what you're buying anymore? Or like, are you okay to go home? They're like, I'm just buying what he poured me. You're like, okay,
0: awesome. And that's what's so weird. And one of the big loopholes that I've kind of created is for people to be able to sample product. And that's the hardest thing about the whole marketing spin is how do you get your product in somebody's hand and create customer differentiation?
1: Well, a hundred percent, and I think that's you know for for us for Seven Acres, it's it's trying to get the message out to everybody yep. as to you know everyone has premium cannabis. Mm. What does that actually mean, right? Because yep. all all LPs like we're we're right there too. We're also saying we are a premium cannabis company. What is the perception of premium, and that is going to change <laughs> real per quick, person, right? And so our 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 main message is. You know, we're cannabis enthusiasts Mm -hmm. creating and producing cannabis for enthusiasts. So what what does that mean to one person to the other? So,
0: Totally. Well, you were saying it's really cool, like, um, your company culture. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. (laughs)
1: Lambrusco.
0: Lambrusco. A grape, a city, or a village, and a wine.
1: Oh. Mm -hmm. For everybody at home,
0: this is, we're drinking sparkling red wine. Um, like dark red sparkling wine and i love it because of the balsamic note it's
1: it's it's,
0: it's, it's so delicious. good it's refreshing. shout out to
1: barbrico and, and where that like what was it four years ago was the first time okay i tried a lambrusco and i was like oh my goodness
0: well i've been you a, know i've truly been a wine guy three and a half years right. right i grew cannabis i was in a in a ca- the cannabis in a world vineyard. yeah and yeah. well i took so i saw psalm on netflix i was sitting at home i had just come back from vancouver to calgary um well i'd been home for a few months and i didn't know what i really wanted to do i was doing sales i worked in red bull so it's really interesting how many things we've kind of done yeah, the crazy. same and <laughs> uh i saw psalm and i saw them blind tasting wine and i was like this is what I have to do. This is how I make people respect what I'm saying about cannabis. Cause when I worked as a buyer, yeah. that those, that was the vocabulary I, I wanted to use. I would just, wasn't trained with that dialect. Right. Um, so <clears throat> as, as the movie played first five minutes, I decided I was sold. I booked my a W set one course. That was a Tuesday. I was there on Friday. I got home and I was like, because I came from agriculture and cannabis, I was like, you know what, I got I, I got to grow wine. I understand all the parallels, but I need to go and grow wine. So I put out 100 resumes, and I got a job like a week later to go work at Moran Estates for the 2016 vintage. And I lived on the vineyard for the next three and a half months. In this crazy old house with no central heating, and I lived with two Mexican dudes, Ishmael and Candido. They didn't speak any English, and it was one of the best experiences (laughs) of my life. So cool! Yeah, it was great. And then you know, uh, became a Canadian wine scholar and a WSET three, became that international accreditation point. Yeah. But I was so lucky as I started tasting wine and getting into wine because I knew absolutely fucking nothing about wine like i didn't even like the taste of wine that first day i sat down in that w class and i tasted it like critically and really thought about it and pushed the alcohol part away i was like holy shit this is so complex and cool and i fell in love with it yeah and obsessed amazing yeah and now here we are so it's cool that i i've gotten to taste thousands of wines at this point i was really lucky to meet some great people and be able to have a great tasting group and blind taste a lot of wines and i became really good at it only because i only had book knowledge i had no preconceived notion about wine yeah and that was that's that was my biggest advantage was i didn't i had no formed opinion except from what i read in textbooks
1: right right and then you went out and you're like i need to go like live and experience it you know outside of what i'm reading right because that's what it is it was
0: the best place well i was there like a month after i took that wset course i hadn't even read like i hadn't even really read a textbook at that point um i bought a few wine books and that's what i do i just work all day and then i study at night and watch Jancis robinson wine (laughs) yeah show replays and that was like my three and a half months and i came back and i was so solid and every day i just go and taste Like if I had time, the wineries would be open. I'd hit as many as I could and just get them to blind me. And it was, it was so good because it was like, boom! I had had 50 wines on my palate when I moved to the vineyard, and I came back and there was like 350, 400. Yeah. And the next few years, it's probably I like to think it's probably 1,500 or 2,000 wines. But yeah, that probably makes sense in a day when you taste 10, 12, 14. Totally it's crazy do you do you did you do w set those things i I did not i actually
1: did not do any w set and i really wanted to Mm -hmm. and still want to because again this this same thing like the passion is there i just i want to know and learn more totally um and and for me it was like again loved it uh but you're right as you you can sit there and, and read mm-hmm. so much and that's what i had to do because that's that was part of the job to you right. know go out and actually sell yeah. it but then doing all the tastings and for me it was and what it how it relates to to cannabis too is uh it, it was a trip to italy actually okay and it was just like it was four of in italy super cool and awesome I mean, fuck you're in italy yeah but then, in verona like in verona but we were up north we went to romeo
0: and juliet was there oh just in case God, you're trying yeah, to think of where totally. it is did you feel juliet's boob when you're in verona
1: you know I, I, a lot of people cupped one yeah so i think there's some you, sort of yeah you're like, supposed to
0: grope the left one or something so, and it's exactly all- yeah. so i
1: was like do i do this too so of course like you yes. know look at everyone and you're just like hello yeah. <laughs> Juliet. <laughs> i will find love that's amazing and, uh yeah Well, I guess I I did, but, um, no, just like the in-person experience and education that you get, that's, Mm -hmm. that's just, it's amazing because that's when you start being like, oh, wait, do I, do I sense, you know, a little Mm -hmm. like, and, uh, it was like, it was the Nebbiolo grape, but I was just like, oh, I can actually tell the difference between, you know nebbiolo and know god now the, the name is phasing me after the three years it becomes the king of the grapes what is, uh
0: barolo and barbaresco barolo
1: that was like what is oh my god yeah yeah i got you thank this is why and and i was just like oh my gosh okay i can i get it i get the price difference yeah, so I like see it. you know there's so many points mm-hmm. that i'm i'm gonna talk to but now i'm like in my own words in my own experience mm-hmm. I can actually talk to the story that much better to sell what I'm trying to sell. Because it's like, okay, I I get it. When the the story makes sense. Well, the same way with cannabis as you're talking about with retailers. Mm -hmm. Is that like, that's the biggest thing for us. Is that, you know, how how did they, how does anybody understand that THC is not the most important thing? And it's the terpenes and like, what makes... Your cannabis premium it's it's mm-hmm. how it's grown the genetics you know and what's what you're doing when you grow it what's your curing process what's your drying pr- and and all of that just comes into play in this world too so
0: can you bring like i know in my world there was always funding to bring people to the wineries mm-hmm. good customers yeah is there funding is that against the rules to bring yeah, people to the grow? It's
1: against the rules, yeah. Wow. So, so, you're, so if someone is in the area and they can get can themselves invite them, yeah, there, no they can get themselves there, then yeah, please come yeah, we, and see the facility. Yeah. But we cannot pay.
0: pay. We can't send you a $1,000 mm. Visa gift card for you to book no. a... Nah, this is crazy. They've locked down cannabis so hard. How can you ever... <sighs> A clear monopoly it's like how can you ever build those relationships how can you wh- as things progress when there's 165 retailers in alberta like allocations people don't understand that don't come from the liquor world it's like the best stuff goes to the people with your best relationship and period
1: well and it's like where you want to see um your so product. we we actually have um uh, a partnership with mm-hmm. um Khalifa kush enterprises which is okay. amazing and what they do out in out in the states um is they actually do these these drops so okay. like sort of like you know like the best vintage yeah yeah, yeah. drop and it's to um specific retailers that they're like this is where right this is our guy it. yeah same thing ex- exactly what you're saying in allocations on the alcohol bev world where mm-hmm. you know we've got yeah Penfolds grange and there's a hundred bottles where are they going you know we want to see them in
0: yeah they're going to the-, the homies
1: the the premium exactly retailers the, the that,
0: best outlet
1: well and the the people that know yeah the
0: people that will represent your product on the highest scale hundred
1: percent and they understand why that bottle costs mm-hmm. eight hundred dollars and the the person buying it understands you know so
0: Grange is just Shiraz right it's, it's like the it's like the fire best it's and it's only two rows or something or four rows or seven rows I,
1: I think oh God this is like testing my knowledge. I don't it's know. a select amount of. Roast. I've never got.
0: I've never got to drink it. I've had the.
1: I never got to go to um the the vineyard, but
0: mm. would have loved to. I've only ever been to Canadian vineyards.
1: I've been. I got
0: promised a lot of trips. Canadian, never went.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I I was lucky enough, and I like you know honestly. Things happen for a reason and we mm-hmm. are where we are because that's, this is where we're meant to be, but totally. super lucky to get, to go to Napa, mm-hmm. um, Italy and, uh, of course, you know, the Okanagan, um, and then just on my own went to the Yara Valley and like,
0: awesome. That's Had cool.
1: such a blast with my girlfriend.
0: Yeah. What a place <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah.
1: That was on my like, you know, I'm going to take some time off and
0: I'm scared of spiders. In the world. That's why I wouldn't oh go. Oh
1: my God there's <laughs> it's like i'm not a bug person we're talking
0: about australia for everybody who doesn't have good geography
1: yes <laughs> it is oh, there's flying cockroaches there oh! they fly it's not a myth for anyone who's like no they don't i've seen it with my own eyes and like been like terrified for my life And my uncle's like, no, no, they're part of the... I was like, no, they're not. They're not part of my life. I'm done with this. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know what? It's such an amazing country. I've been, again, fortunate enough to, like, see... Um, Western Australia.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: okay. Um, oh God, I totally forgot. I did get, and Margaret uh, Margaret River too. Oh, and that's Swan Lake.
0: I dream of going um, to Margaret River. Yeah. I
1: totally forget like all the travels. I love to travel. It's a huge part of my life. But I did Western and then I did Eastern and you know did like Gold Coast, did the um, Whit Sundays, cool. Sydney, like you name it. Just super cool, super cool country, and would continue to go there. I have family there too. Um, but man the books. The, the the creatures <laughs> like they have the most deadly creep like yes, a, it's like the a, deadliest place over. on earth like yeah. like literally <laughs> just thinking about it like that's
0: <laughs> why they like to party that's why they have such great attitudes because you yeah. can die any they're, day
1: they're the coolest people that's for sure <laughs>
0: they are cool i lot. think
1: they're the the most and i'm and maybe making this up but like you it's find okay. australians everywhere in the world like they're yeah. they they love to travel yeah
0: and they're yeah. happy they're happy to be there no matter what yeah even surfer
1: dude surfer dude vibe oh it's all good man
0: (laughs) my uh stepdad lived in australia for quite a while and he moved back with the whole family but his oldest sisters or his oldest sister stayed and so um i have a bunch of cousins who are like big australian bros and they're awesome. They all are, uh, there's, there's three brothers and they all look identical and they're all like six foot five to six foot seven. <laughs> These
1: huge. Large, large people. Happy,
0: big Australians. They're, yeah, they're, they're awesome. I, yeah, my, my winemaker moved back to Australia cause she was like, which is crazy. Cause last time I talked to her, she was like, no, I probably wouldn't go back cause it's kind of scary, but.
1: But she moved back.
0: I'm sure the money was right. Yeah i'm sure the money was right she's a fantastic winemaker she had been the consultant for like when Tanalus got off the ground um so many award-winning wines her uh, ex-husband and old cellar hand is the winemaker at meyer family um oh, wow. and so she
1: she's well connected yeah she's well, fan- yeah. she's
0: fantastic she's uh, a great story her name is jack kemp okay and um, she worked in Burgundy, France, at a grand crew. I forget the grand crew she worked at, but incredible, incredible, um, vineyard. Tiny little woman, five foot four, Cute. 110 pounds. And, uh, <laughs> the only reason they hired her was because her name, she, her name's Jacqueline, um, but she applied as Jack, and they thought it was a man.
1: Oh, and so she showed up from
0: New Zealand with her experience and everything that she had done. Yeah. And, uh, it was a it was, it was a lady a tiny little gal a tiny little lady and they were basically laughed at her and she uh she showed she showed those guys Good up for her she had some great stories like you know uh like women weren't even allowed in like the tastings and stuff yeah and then eventually it was like no i'm like i make this wine, i know what the fuck i'm talking yeah. about uh have have some respect and grow no the fuck one else up. is
1: gonna know it better than me like i made it yeah, yeah. Of course I have to be in that room. Yeah. Good for her.
0: She's badass. She yeah. is super badass, super quiet, just very centered and focused and amazing Pinot Noir. I wish I had a bottle of the Pinot
1: Noir. My oh, buddy luckily I love P- So when I like before, you know, getting into the world yeah. and uh getting into the world, getting into the industry, I should say. Um I was big big bold wines. I'm like, oh, I love Shiraz and I like cabs. And oh, Malbecs—you know the the Malbec trend—and yeah. and was not because of the movie. I actually saw the movie after, but was just like thinking I don't like Merlot. Yeah, and it had nothing to do with Sideways.
0: Yeah, fuck you, Paul G. <laughs> Merlot is bomb. Best bottle of wine nothing, I've ever had was Merlot.
1: Nothing to do with that with that movie, but like it, Pinot Noir. oh my one of my like.
0: Is there anywhere in the world specifically that you like it from?
1: Good question.
0: I know I'm wine quizzing you now.
1: I know. You know what? I've been uh... New Zealand has been my like okay. just because just yeah. because of like the you know what I mean like the climate. That-
0: yeah. Do you fuck with like now? I'm gonna be doing like oh, Central God. At- don't ask, don't yeah ask. Central Otago is my favorite New Zealand Pinot yeah. spot. Yeah. The Cloudy Bay is also pumping out some amazing. Uh- I've not
1: had any from there. Yeah. I've only like.
0: I'm obsessed with... i
1: going with Central Otago.
0: I love Pacific Northwest Pinot Noir.
1: Mm-hmm. Growing
0: with Burgundy Clones, 666, 667, 777. That wine, like Oregon, Washington, BC, Pinot, is yeah. my favorite. favorite. I would bathe in it. Like I, lo- <laughs> I love Riesling. I, it's like German Riesling, Canadian Riesling, uh, Pacific Northwest Pinot. I do
1: like German Riesling. Oh, yeah. my God. It's
0: just so... Good people you know, hate on Riesling because it's sweet, I know. but I love. But
1: but sweet. not all Ries- Rieslings are sweet either, right? So like for everybody, that's
0: go look for a cabinet s- level if you're getting a, a German Riesling.
1: I don't even know what that means. Cabinet level?
0: Yeah, it's the... So it's like cabinet, Auslitz, Spatles, uh, Baron Auslitz, and Baron Auslitz is like the level of sugar levels.
1: Oh, see? It's something I just learned. Like, I I do not know German. L- literally prior to, to going on to um, uh, the agency that I was with, mm-hmm. I... We were mainly New World. Like, literally, there was one property when I worked at Treasury um, that was in uh, Italy. Okay. And so it was all New World. So, like, my knowledge of now getting into the Old World, which Mm -hmm. is, like, totally flip side of every, you know, the (laughs) entire industry, uh, is now, like, learning more and more about the Old World wines, which is completely opposite of, I guess, how you're supposed to do it. But fuck it. I'm going to do it my way.
0: Yeah. New World (laughs) wines, I think it's great to learn them first because then you can reverse engineer where everything
1: well and it was just like that's when i got into the industry that's what the company sold that and, was the portfolio right? yeah so it was like that's okay, what you well, drink fuck i got a lot i got a lot to learn mm-hmm. i have to learn this so let's learn mm-hmm. you know what i can and then branch out from there so
0: i was so lucky to what my i think it was my third sales call i ever had so how i got my job selling wine my mom meets a guy at the rocky mountain wine festival dude who ended up being my boss and mentor david walker awesome dude um and she goes to the justy booth did you ever come across justy wines calgary owned and operated um it's the biggest private prosecco landholder in the world anyways um mm. so she goes sees him at rocky mountain wine fest oh, and
1: yes with the g with the g, with, with a g yeah. yes uh, yes 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 sorry it was like
0: <laughs> okay so that's who i was the okay. on-premise consultant for for like two and a half years okay. Okay. um So my mom meets this guy and she's like, yeah, my son's from Calgary. He's out on a vineyard working in BC. And David's like, what? Like there's a Calgary, like a white Calgary kid out in BC making, trying to be a winemaker. Like here's my card, get him to call me. Cool. And so my mom calls me and I'm doing a press. This is like pretty late. I think that shows in November. Uh, or end of october and it's literally snowing it's like nine o'clock i'm like had the longest day finishing this press out my mom's like yeah this guy wants to give you a job like sounds like it'd be great and i was like "Ah, fuck you mom (laughs)
1: like just leave me alone okay yeah thanks for setting it up (laughs) yeah exactly
0: and you know what it like Three, four phone calls later, and that was the job I had for the next two and a half years. And uh, had my mentor, and I was so lucky because uh, David it was really cool. He couldn't drink because of some health things, but uh, was the first one of the first WSET diplomas in Canada alongside James Kluwer from WSET. So he's like, you know, and I um, uh, ran the wine program at Banff Fairmont Springs. So he loves champagne, loves Riesling, and it was so cool to have him. Showing me wines, yeah. telling me real textbook about the wines, and not and just tasting a little bit with me, and it really moved things. But then my th- okay, so my third sales call. So I get this job. Okay,
1: wait, Mom, Mrs. Friedman, that was your son saying sorry. Yeah, you set that up Di- very well,
0: Diana shout out mrs <laughs> F- mcintyre now um oh sorry it's okay pa- papa friedman's out there too
1: well there you go but well, um, you know she set that one up there so no more fuck you mom that was like a thank you mom
0: yeah she hooked it up <laughs> it was a, it was a really good job yeah and so my third sales call i, ro- I walk into britannia wine merchants oh yeah and which i'm sh- sure you know it's kind of one of the really hard places to even sell wine into uh those
1: boutique ones are are very tough
0: yeah yeah and uh they were so nice like they were so nice and they were like you know what tomorrow we do blind tasting um we have a blind tasting group every thursday if you'd like to come back and i went back and i went back every single thursday for the next two years um and those became some of my absolute best friends and i tasted thousands of wines with those guys thirsty thursday without thirsty thursday (laughs) i would know nothing about wine and I would have not got to drink uh, Verticals of Sassakire from ninety six to two thousand twelve and Rubicon and Inglenook and all these fucking crazy wines that I could never Yeah be at. I was if I was it was
1: not for that. That's yeah, amazing.
0: Because I can buy a hundred dollar bottle of wine every once in a while, or even a two hundred dollar bottle of wine to share with people that can sh- can share that same experience with me. Yeah. I am excited to do, to do that. that. Yeah. Uh, when Signorello was on fire, I went and found a bottle of Signorello and um paid way too much for it because everybody was like, "It's on fire! You're never gonna get any more of this." Uh, but it was great, and that was that. Was, that was a great moment. I don't even know why I'm bringing that up. Anyways. <laughs> cheers just because we
1: can yeah exactly cheers love it it's a lovely beverage
0: so have you tasted any cannabis on the legal market that you've enjoyed past seven acres have you explored a lot of that cannabis or are you just uh loyal to the brand
1: that's a good question you know what um i've dabbled into some there's a lot out there right now Mm -hmm. um and i've dabbled into some um i i if i had to pick like i've i've had some up cannabis broken coast tantalus uh some some canopy skews as well mm-hmm. um you know there's lots of stuff under there uh lbs plain packaging um, yeah
0: all the worst stuff is canopy
1: haiku, not haiku is it haiku what's what's under oh god i'm
0: there's so many i think there's eight or nine there's another under canopy. One
1: under there yeah i um
0: and i know there's tweed and uh, exactly and, and DNA, dna
1: genetics yeah so there's quite a lot um out there that i think well, you know I, i'm and then there's still so much more for me to like uh get through uh if if i, I i'd say broken coast i think
0: well they would, were my would they, be
1: my my yeah like this they, is good
0: they were a great lp i had been with them since 20 20- 14 as yeah. like a as like my medicinal license producer or one of them because i tried almost i tried i think i tried 20 or 22 lps just yeah. through the medical system to yeah. find out and see who would be playing the what game right be, yeah and broken and coast what, was great
1: and quest two, um i mean they're they're not available in alberta they mm-hmm. are in bc okay uh, there's of course a lot more bc stuff available there but yeah i'd say broken coast and uh tantalus would be my like
0: Okay. No, don't worry. You can Compared you can tap the mic. I it's just all good. I
1: accidentally hit the mic. I flailed. We don't
0: have a video yet. We'll get yes. video soon.
1: <laughs> oh god, that'll be interesting. I my uh, I'm glad there's no video. Because-
0: we should have a dab. Speaking of that, I'm gonna serve you up one. We got the Puffco Peaks.
1: Fabulous. I
0: got this jar of Girl Scout cookies number three rosin that my man, the Tom Cruise of rosin, pressed out for me. This cannabis was grown by a beautiful ACMPR grower, gifted to me. This is. Legal cannabis uh, in a legal market, but in the
1: medical side, yeah, totes.
0: Nobody has, uh, you know what? I was I meant to grab a different kind of cannabis because this one really mm-hmm. smells like old man breath.
1: It, it kind of a little bit, yeah.
0: <laughs> a little bit of fruit loops and old man breath is uh, is really my general consensus. <laughs> um, we got the Puffco Peaks. I'm just gonna load yours up, and then we can take a take a dual dab.
1: Awesome.
0: How much time you got?
1: I have... Sorry, guys. I uh, I got to drive to Edmonton. Because as we, as we said at the beginning, I uh, I moved.
0: And I'm sitting here in my I Calgary Flames up. jersey. Calgary Flames. <laughs> game two. Colorado Avalanche. we going to sweep the series.
1: Game one was...
0: Uh, you watch it? It was a
1: fucking awesome game. It was on fire fire
0: those first two periods that was like some Literally. intense hockey i was like i was like man who's gonna score first who's gonna score first and then the momentum shift it was the tsn turning point i don't know if you like sports
1: i i love well i love sports in like my i just like sports in general am i gonna claim that i know everything god no no but
0: you enjoy like my a,
1: fiance like can, can run off stats that's how much he loves sports okay but I'm, so I'm you're more around like it a, yeah, I am, but I actually enjoy sports. I don't live and breathe it. Yes. Um, I do love hockey, and I also love playoff hockey because it's just like so exciting. It's accelerated, right? Like they're this is like full fledged, and you can see the they're going fast and hard. Of course, like and but you can see that you can see the effort being put in, and that's when it's like, yes, this is what we're like. This is what the fan base is is here for. But I'm a Jets fan because that's okay, Winnipeg man
0: i didn't really start from. so when this vibrates have you hit one of these before uh no okay well it's the puffco peak i turned it on for you just Thank dab you. in there when it vibrates you're just gonna suck on it pretty lightly perfect um You've i only really started done like, it
1: out of like like dab rigs or the or the dab pen okay with like the torch and yeah. the you know the system
0: this is this is i like these just for when i'm driving around the puffco peak for when i'm driving yeah oh, we're good there to we go. go and uh Hold it straight up and down and put that thing, uh, put the carb cap towards the front. Perfect. And it should go well with the Lambrusco. That was kind of what I was
1: Ooh, the pairing.
0: hoping was that uh, the kind of old man, breathy, peanut buttery. Uh...
1: <laughs> the Lambrusco.
0: Oh, it kills. It's awesome. So it kind of adds like a little bit of a citrus element and takes the tannic feel away from the red wine. It's pretty cool. I'm into it. Delicious. Uh, okay, so it turned off, but there's lots more in there, so you gotta double tap it.
1: To, to get it again.
0: Yeah, do you want me to turn it on for you? Yeah.
1: You no, need. I'm good. Okay, I'll you can just it put out. it
0: aside. Yeah, you gotta drive. Yeah. It's okay. I'm really good at getting people a little intoxicated, but we're gonna send you in an Uber no, back to Edmonton.
1: 100%. No, 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 I cannot. I'm a very safe consumption person, so.
0: That's good to hear. Sometimes. You know
1: what, there's just in my opinion, that's the biggest like that's the biggest thing out there right now. It's and, an issue. And we we all gotta be champions in like safe con- consumption. We
0: need consumption lounges and there needs to be a duty of care in place. Like one of the biggest things I'm learning it throwing dinners is how to control people's intoxication when they're intoxicated with cannabis. Yeah. And if people aren't learning that and this and it's just gonna run rampant, um, it's dangerous. And Totally. I'm, not, I'm not into it. Like, I don't know if you saw the the patio that's happening at the Toronto Craft Beer Festival.
1: Oh, uh, yes. I saw the... Um...
0: So that pissed me off right away. Oh, really? The last...
1: <coughs> because they're going to have a legal... Consumption area. Consumption area, yeah.
0: But the last place that you should be promoting the consumption of cannabis is inside of a craft beer festival in in the hot sun. If you want to make people throw up, that's where you tell them to smoke cannabis nice you nailed it um ever oh wait wait till it vibrates again for again. you yeah because it's just gonna heat back up there we go. um yeah it seems just so dangerous to me to again promote the consumption of cannabis inside of a drinking festival in the Sun right that just seems Foolish.
1: Like, I- they don't go together. They haven't been going together. Is what you're saying, like in regards to current retailers, like they're not. Health
0: to- Canada right. has a very big problem with the- promoting the consumption of P- cannabis Ooh, and together. alcohol, yeah. and putting something called a patio in the middle of a beer festival. To me, is promoting consumption of cannabis and alcohol, and and nothing else. If you're a medicinal patient, you're gonna go to a to. The smoking area, I've never had a problem going, I don't enjoy going to the smoking area to consume my cannabis, but I'll go to the smoking area to consume cannabis. Right. Uh, If you could just separate those two places, that would be great, but putting it right in the middle as an attraction is a dangerous feature.
1: Right, right. Interesting. Just for the duty of care, because
0: nobody has experience in this, right? Like I have now a bunch of experience in providing cannabis and alcohol in a safe environment, I, no, nobody, right. nobody else is collecting this data.
1: So I wonder if this is their way of like, sort of a trial and see. Uh, you know, I, honestly, like.
0: Oh, you didn't click. Qu- qu- is that? Click it for you. Is that?
1: Uh, is that what they're seeing? Is that it? Does this work or does this not? Well, that's and a then, shitty
0: place to do the test run. That's a, it's a bad guinea pig.
1: Yeah, I don't know enough to comment. You know, yeah. just because I've never, like. Th- when, when my friends and I do have a beverage or two mm-hmm. and we're smoking, we're also adults. Like, there's a controlled environment because we...
0: Well, and you're cannabis consumers. What worries me is the right. idea that right, right. you go and you're with not just two of your friends who are normal cannabis consumers, but you go like, with like, eight novice. of your friends yep. and then you guys have cannabis. Everybody's legally allowed to go into this cannabis mm-hmm. consumption lounge. You've had a few beers and everybody's like, oh, I'll have a puff. I'll have a puff. And the best place to meet the porcelain uh, princess is by having a few afternoon beers and then having cannabis when you're completely inexperienced, <laughs> especially if you're a little bit dehydrated. Right. It's literally the recipe for the shittiest cannabis moment you're ever going to have.
1: Right. Cause you're going to green out and then you're, yeah, like, you're going to, and puke. then you're going to be like, I never want to do this again you can, based on that. Right. Yeah.
0: They better have a lot of, a lot of porta potties ready for people to, to the, puke on that patio.
1: Princess. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to use that. I can, I think I called it the porce crown
0: that's what i was looking for oh okay that's (laughs) totally what i was looking for i am
1: the worst i actually like make up my own sayings because my mom (laughs) you know again like we're immigrants and she has she's adorable she clearly can speak english very well but she has the cutest little saying and so uh, so i make my own up now because of my mom i'm like of course gosh mom why did you do that so when you said porcelain princess i was like God, I've been calling it something entirely wrong. I've
0: been botching this. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Mom, for making yeah, me like you. And funny then I'm like,
1: oh, no, I got one right.
0: I Yeah, I, lo- I love that. My uh, old Polish buddy, his parents used to call vegetables vegetables. And <laughs> I just I just loved it. I thought it was so, make sure you eat your vegetables. And yes,
1: <laughs> I very cute. I loved it.
0: So it cute. So cute, exactly.
1: But that's, that's culture and, like, you know, it's integrating it mm-hmm. in your own way when like the you know our our mom and moms and dads and just including myself come from a completely different country and you're like how Um, do i emigrate in right how do i
0: how do i how do i assimilate how do i make you know make this my place and how am i like everybody else having
1: my own place in this place as well
0: exactly that's it and it's so it's it's crazy to think i don't even know i would be the most canadian dude if i moved anywhere in the world like Fucking love canada so much i cry when i hear the anthem uh like i love canada full stop
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh i would be that guy like just like the ig- asshole usa guys with a huge flag in his backyard i just be that'd be it that's, oh that's where the it's, canadian it's lives yeah actually maybe now that i'm thinking about what we're doing in the backyard maybe we should fly a flagpole back there
1: oh wow oh right you're Get in the backyard, looking pretty. Sarah's for, doing it what, what was the date? May 1st?
0: May 4th. May the 4th be with you. May 4th. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Day. There you go. And luckily I'm a nerd or else it would have been really weird.
1: I, I thought you said that was your birthday or is it Star Wars Day may, and yes. your birthday? Wow. I know. So you're extra special.
0: Yeah. May the 4th be with you. I was born on Luke Skywalker Day. No big deal. I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty cool. I am
1: a true fan. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I kind of had to be. I think I got stuck into that one. If imagine I was born on May the fourth and uh, I didn't like I mean, Star Wars.
1: Yeah, that. I've
0: been dealing with the jokes my whole life, so.
1: Yeah, it's ingrained.
0: That's it. I put way too big of a dab of this. It's just still going. <laughs> just hauling on. I'm it.
1: I'm I'm sure mine is, but I'm like no, safe consumption. Safe consumption. Oh look, I have text messages. That's okay.
0: What time do you have to leave?
1: I uh, should be getting going pretty soon here. This is that moment.
0: Okay. Yeah. We're, well, we're the...
1: driving out i tell people to, to make make it back home for six so
0: oh yeah then this is the right time yeah okay so usually what i ask people is if you had a microphone and a stage and you could tell the world something anything what would you tell them doesn't matter it doesn't have to be inspirational it doesn't have to be anything just like you know you got a microphone what are you telling everybody
1: i would say respect the plant
0: yeah the byline plug <laughs>
1: Hashtag respect the plant.
0: Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) Well I'm 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 gonna end it there. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure chatting. Let's have one more cheers before we're off. Let's make it nice and loud. Thank you
1: for having me. This has been great.
0: No, it was fantastic, and you'll be able to hear yourself. And hopefully the flames win tonight so that you can take that one back to Edmonton and (laughs) rub it in to everybody who lives up there. Go
1: jets go. Oh yeah, jets, (laughs) right, jets Also go flames go.
0: There may be a Calgary Jets series, so that would be pretty awesome. I know. Would you come to Calgary for one of those games?
1: Damn straight. Damn Like straight. every game. Okay. It's right here. We'll be drinking. I look forward to it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining Thank once again. Thank Andy. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.